Welcome to the Erectile Dysfunction Radio Podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to educating and empowering men to address erectile dysfunction, improve confidence, and enhance the satisfaction in their relationships. This podcast is brought to you by ErectionIQ.com. Learn more at ErectionIQ.com. Welcome to the Erectile Dysfunction Radio Podcast. I am Mark Goldberg, Certified Sex Therapist. I am deeply passionate about working with men like you to help resolve their ED. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the ED Radio Podcast. I am the podcast producer here, joining Mark for an interesting episode today about a common issue that I think Mark comes across when he's working with men around the country and around the world who are struggling with erectile dysfunction. And that is when a man can get an erection on his own, but not when with a partner. So Mark, we've covered masturbation on this podcast before, which obviously runs very close to today's overall topic. But can you just give us a quick recap about what we should know when it comes to erectile dysfunction and masturbation? Masturbation is sometimes a convenient scapegoat for erectile dysfunction. It's common that I hear in my office that uh, men who are experiencing some form of erectile dysfunction or erectile failure in specific situations or settings will initially seek to stop masturbating. So first and foremost, masturbation is largely considered to be a normal and healthy activity for men and for women alike. And there's no reason to cease masturbating if a man is experiencing erectile dysfunction. That being said, there are specific situations where masturbating too close to partnered sexual activity can trigger what we call a refractory period, another topic that we covered in an earlier podcast. So a man may struggle to get an erection after masturbating. And there are certain forms of masturbation that can become very specific and very difficult to replicate in a partnered setting. So there are some situations where masturbation could be impacting partnered sexual activity, but generally speaking, uh, masturbation is not a cause of erectile dysfunction. Thank you for that recap. When someone can get an erection on their own, but not when they are with a partner, this can be frustrating. There's no doubt about it. But how common is this based on what you've seen and your work with men around the country? And also feel free to remind us about the work that you do with men one-on-one who are battling the mental side of erectile dysfunction. So Casey, I would say that it is pretty common insofar as what I see in my office. And like you mentioned, I do work with men from all over the country and all over the world to help try to resolve this situation. So I would say it's almost the rule and not the exception that the men that I I work with tend to be able to achieve an erection to varying degrees, uh, generally when they're on their own and struggle a whole lot more when they're with a partner. That's not to say that that's always the case. I have worked with a number of men who specifically struggle with erections on their own, but do much better in a partnered setting. So there are interesting dynamics that go in each direction. Um, but I would say that the most common presentation that I see is a man who um, has a way of achieving an erection 
on his own with masturbation, uh, but does struggle to gain and maintain an erection in a partnered setting. How can going through something like this have a psychological impact on a man, and how can that affect his overall performance in the bedroom? So it's oftentimes a very startling occurrence for men who are experiencing situational or partner-based erectile dysfunction. I think we're very much used to a paradigm of things either work or they don't work. So if you're getting an erection in one setting, you should be able to replicate that across the board. And if erections aren't working at all, then it probably is a medical issue. You go to the doctor and, and you go through some testing or uh, you get prescribed a medication and you've worked this out. The situation where you know you're able to achieve an erection under certain conditions, but you just simply can't replicate that, at least consistently in other situations, could just be very alarming and very startling. It almost leaves men in this middle ground of not really knowing what to do or where to turn to because they know inherently that their body is able to generate a robust erection, but can't do it when they want to or where they want to. And it's a confusing situation. It can be extremely frustrating. And we've had a recent episode on this podcast about long-term relationships and erectile dysfunction. How can an issue like we're discussing today impact a couple that's in a committed relationship? Does it make things more awkward? So it definitely can. So I think that there are two components to this question. The first one is if a man is struggling with erections, whether that's happening just with a partner or whether that's happening on his own and with a partner, um, the impact can be rather significant. So a lot of times the situations that do arise happen to occur into a relationship, whether it's several years into a relationship, when there's a number of factors that are not necessarily working uh, to the advantage of of a man or to the advantage of the relationship. So if a man begins to struggle with erections, a lot of times the partner will internalize this and believe that somehow they are responsible for this. It has to do with them not being attractive enough, and that can create a tension within the relationship, um, and it can make the partner feel very uncomfortable. Not to mention that the man who's experiencing the erectile dysfunction not only has to deal with his own experience, um, but also is left to have to manage um, the impact that it's happening on the other person. The second, second situation I think adds an additional layer here is when a man knows that he can get an erection on his own, but isn't feeling something toward the partner. So, a man could blame his partner because he could say, look, I can do this on my own. I can do this in other settings. I just can't do this with you, Um, which can complicate and uh, make the emotional toll of the erectile dysfunction on the relationship even more challenging. When a partner knows that the man can achieve an erection on his own, but can't do it with him or her, that can also further compound the tension and the stress on that long-term relationship because then it becomes apparent that this is definitely not something which is internal to him, or at least it appears to not be internal or intrinsic to the man who's struggling to get an erection, and it seems like it has something more to do with the partner. 
Having said all that, do you think it's a good idea for a man to let his partner know this is an issue? Or is it better not discussed? Are they better off just not knowing it rather than risk that psychological or mental damage to their partner? Okay, so Casey, let me clarify this question. Are are you referring to um, if a man knows that he can get an erection on his own, but the but he's not getting an erection in a partnered setting? So I assume the partner's aware of the partner-based erectile dysfunction. Is that correct? I'm asking this question under the assumption that the other partner doesn't know that their partner can get erections on their own. Okay. Yes. So this this is a again a common situation that I see in my office, and it's it, it is a bit of a conundrum. So let me let me first say it's very difficult to answer these questions in generality. So I can give some I guess basic ideas here, but I would say that anybody in any particular situation would be best suited to have that really assessed well with a therapist to determine what the best course of action would be. Generally speaking, I am not a big fan of um, holding or maintaining secrets. Certainly, if a couple is working toward a uh, an open communication-based relationship, sexuality is challenging. Uh, these things are obviously very real. There's some good reasons why these things happen. So, I think if there's a way to get toward disclosure and talking about that, I would generally lean in that direction. So, as a guiding principle, if the couple is looking to renew or reestablish a partnered sexual relationship that involves um, the partner who is experiencing erectile dysfunction being able to gain and maintain an erection, I think it's pretty important to uh, figure out how to disclose this reality. A lot of times, um, there's something that works, always, there's something that works in this situation when a guy is on his own, but is not re- is not really translating into the partnered setting. So, if the couple is going to work together to try to replicate what happens when a man is on his own, I, I think the partner has to be aware that there are viable ways that the, their partner who is experiencing erectile dysfunction can actually achieve an erection and then see if the couple can help bridge that gap and make that possible in a partnered setting. If the couple has made a decision that they no longer want to engage with each other sexually or they're going to engage in sexuality that does not involve an erect penis, um, I could understand why it could be more hurtful or damaging to raise this reality if the couple has genuinely reached the conclusion that it's not really relevant to how they want to proceed forward in their relationship. But I think that situation is generally an outlier. It's not the most common route that individuals and couples are looking for. So generally speaking, I think disclosing this to a partner is going to have to be a part of any repair process. Mark, in this situation, is it generally speaking safe to assume that a man's erectile dysfunction is being caused by some sort of mental issue if they're able to get an erection on their own but not with a partner? So, generally speaking, I would say yes. I think it's safe to assume that if a man can achieve an erection on his own, 
consistently and is not achieving erection with a partner. It largely is uh, mentally based, whether that's relationship driven, whether there are other factors that are involved. I would assume that it is not a physiological issue. All that being said, you know, as a side note, I still do not work with anybody who's experiencing erectile dysfunction without them going through the proper medical channels. Uh, there are situations that this, again, may not be the case, and there may be very specific reasons um, why you're seeing something in a in a partnered setting that doesn't manifest in an individual setting. Um, and for that reason, um, I do encourage that any man who's experiencing ED should at least consult with their physician uh, before just making that leap or assumption. But more often than not, and and I would say the overall majority of these situations um, are caused by something psychological or psychogenic. Yeah, and I just want to remind listeners that Mark is a therapist who, of course, works with men with ED. But isn't it a good rule of thumb that anytime a man who is struggling with erectile dysfunction before he sees any therapist, he should consult either a primary care physician or a urologist. Is that is that a safe bet, Mark? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I would emphasize this. Erectile dysfunction is a medical condition. Even though psychological components can be primary factors and causes, what ends up happening is things that are happening inside of the brain things that are happening in a relationship which are causing thoughts and feelings essentially prevent or block the brain from sending the signals down to the physical body. So at the end of the day, this is a physical condition and does require some medical attention. In most of these instances, the doctor will rule out a physiological cause and will attribute it to a psychological cause, in which case a therapist then would be the next address. But it's really important to not skip those steps because we cannot treat medical conditions psychologically without uh, medical clearance and, and ruling out any other medical causes. Do you have any other final thoughts you wanted to add to today's discussion about when a man can get an erection on his own but struggles when with a partner? So I think I would want to just emphasize what I mentioned before is that this is a, a challenging situation because a lot of times it feels like it doesn't warrant an urgent trip to a medical professional because a guy can get an erection on his own. And on the other hand, it's a really difficult conversation to bring up to your partner. So I think a lot of men find themselves falling through the cracks in this situation because it's a really, really difficult situation to navigate. Some of them do end up going to the doctor, sometimes from pressure from their partners. Um, but at the end of the day, a lot of men do not actually progress forward with treatment because it's confusing. On the one hand, it's working, but on the other hand, it's not. So for men who are experiencing this, I would encourage you to take that step because there are really good treatments and interventions on the psychological side in addition to the medical interventions to really be able to uh, help bridge that gap between what you can do on your own and what's happening in a partnered setting and ultimately lead to a much more satisfactory relationship and sexual relationship with your partner. 
If you listen to this podcast regularly, you know there is a huge mental component that goes into achieving an erection. Mark Goldberg, the certified sex therapist who hosts this podcast, felt as though this was a very underserved topic of education in men's health. That's why he designed Beyond the Little Blue Pill, the thinking man's guide to addressing ED. The course is designed to educate and fundamentally help you change the way you think about erections. Check it out at erectioniq.com front slash course. You can explore three modules of this course completely free. See if there's something in there that can help you. erectioniq.com slash course and you can learn more there. Thanks for listening to the Erectile Dysfunction Radio Podcast. For more information on today's topic and understanding how the mind impacts erectile dysfunction, please visit erectioniq.com.